the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us today. In the first book of the Bible, God defined the family as husband, wife, and children. He gave us his infallible generational design for the family. Before the first child was born, however, sin entered God's perfect world, altering his divine order for the family, then and now. Listen in as Pastor Rander ministers to us on what we must do to be restored to his perfect plan for our families. You'll want to take notes, so have Bible, pen, and paper handy. Tell you something else, too. The more time you spend with the Lord and His Word, the more teachable you become. That's a big one. The more time you spend with the Lord and His Word, the more teachable you become. You know what? You're not, the, the Word of God has a way of humbling you. You, you don't ever reach to the point where you cannot receive anymore. The more teachable you are, the better your attitude should be, your spiritual posture. Folk ought to be able to get along with you a little bit better. You ought to be creating less issues in the church. Matter of fact, you ought to be a, a firefighter, a spiritual firefighter. You, you, you see a fire brewing, you get over there and you put it out. You don't put gasoline on the fire. If you're going to continue growing, you must learn how to properly feed yourself and not, not always desiring to be spoon-fed by others. If you're going to grow and, keep, and continue to grow, you must learn how to properly what? Feed yourself and not always desiring to be spoon-fed by others. There comes a time where you need to learn to feed yourself. Everybody with the Bible or with the gadget Turn a press <laughs> to Hebrews chapter 5, verses 11 through 14. Hebrews chapter 5, verses 11 through 14. All right? It says, Hebrews 5, 11 through 14. Look what it says. When you find it, say amen. Oh, good. Of whom we have much to say and hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing. That's many in the church today, universally, dull of hearing. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, in other words, you ought to be grown enough to make an impact, you ought to be teachers uh, in examples, teachers of the word of God, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. In other words, like when a football team mess up, you know, if they mess up that first half and screw up so bad, sometimes the coach, I say, now, guys, this is a football. And, and, and what, what, what the writer is saying, you know, now this is a Bible. Listen, you should have grown up more now. You should be more spiritual as it relates to 
to the teaching of the Word of God, handling of the Word of God. You ought to be able to rightly divide it by now to the point that you can teach others. But now you still need someone to teach you the oracles of God, and you have come to need milk and not on solid food. In other words, you haven't even cut spiritual teeth yet. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But solid food belongs to those who are of full age, spiritually mature. That is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. That, that, that's discernment. You know, what is spiritual discernment? It is, it is the God-given ability to be able to discriminate and to separate good from evil, right from wrong. That's called discernment. And the Word of God will enhance and stimulate your discernment to the glory of God. Let me go to the next point. Uh, refuse to be cheap with your spiritual life by investing so much in material things and so little in your own spiritual growth. It's like we got the conference uh, night coming up, that conference here, where people are going to be coming from around these various states and stuff into Maranatha right here. And you'd be surprised how some people want it, won't come because of the cost. But yet, you can make all kinds of material investment in yourself for your own pleasure. You know, you, you, you can go and buy and buy and buy for you, but then when it comes to spiritual things, you get, all of a sudden you get cheap. You cheap, and, you, so you, and if you don't go, you can't grow. If you're growing in Christ, listen, next one, if you're growing in Christ and his word, you're not so easily misled, you're not so easily deceived, and seduced by false teachers and doctrines of demons. There's a lot of deception going around. 1 Timothy 4.1 says, Now the Spirit expressly says that in the latter times, we are in those days, by the way, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. There's some doctrine that's being proliferated in, amidst the churches that's straight from the pits of hell. It is hellish at its core. And Satan perverts the truth, put key popular people who look good, who, have a, who has a Bible in their hand, but the word is twisted, it is perverted in order to lead the church to hell. Second Peter chapter 2, verses 1 and 2 says, But there were also false prophets among the people. They come good-looking, they come bad looking. That's right. They, they, they smooth talkers. Charisma. They know the spiritual jargon. Even as there will be false teachers among you who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the Lord who bought them and bring on themselves swift destruction. And many will follow their destructive ways because of whom the way of truth will be blasphemed. Listen, when you're growing in Christ, when you're growing in the word, nobody ought to come to your door that's of a cult and come and read a few scriptures, a so-called scriptures to you, and all of a sudden you are swept away 
because you don't know the truth. You ought to have so much truth, you can say, you know what, that is not right, and that's not what my Bible says. As a matter of fact, you, know, you, know, you shouldn't even be entertaining folk in your home, giving them a platform to instruct you or to prove their point of view in your living room, and you've extended them a cup of coffee. I'm not saying be rude to them. I keep them on the porch. And, and then you put them on the defense. And if you know a little of their theology, just say what you know. And go straight to the core. And you say, what is the core? What do you believe about Jesus? That, that's cutting to the chase. You know, a lot, uh, uh, and that determines a whole, that, that, that gives away, that, that, that gives, you can find out a whole lot of error by knowing the truth about Jesus Christ. You can identify a whole lot of error when you know the truth about Jesus Christ. They're saying he's not God, it's a cult. That's right. If they said he wasn't born of a virgin, it's a cult. Huh? If they say Jesus was created, that was, that was a cult. That's a cult. If they're saying Jesus is not equal to God, that's a cult. They say Jesus did not die. He was just some kind of ethereal spirit. That's a cult. If they say he wasn't buried, that's a cult. They say he didn't rise the third day, that's a cult. If they say he's not coming back again, that's a cult. That's a cult. If they say he's not God and man, that's a cult. What do you believe about Jesus? Don't let them, listen, you put them on the defense. Hey, let's cut to the chase. Let's talk about Jesus. Let's talk about Jesus. Don't let them back you into a corner. You be offense. You be, you be on the offense. That's right. You back them in a corner. Back them on off the porch with strong doctrine. God bless you. <laughs> Why don't y'all say Amen. Cut to the chase and go straight to Jesus. Pastor Rander's probing questions gives us much to fast and pray about regarding the family. We must be diligent in sustaining a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. We must have assurance of our salvation. We must continuously pray for all families' growth in Christ. We must continuously pray for all families to be delivered from strongholds and addictions to reach our spiritual destiny in Christ. We can be delivered from tension, strife, and division, and have unity, tranquility, and peace. Here's another insight I want to give you, but I got too happy on that one. I'm almost done. Here's, here's another point. All this is new insights now, so don't be sitting there waiting on me. Are you content with what God has blessed you with or are you always thirsting for more? Are you really content with what God has blessed you with or are you always thirsting for more? When was the last time you asked, you asked yourself how much is enough? You know, when you go into that store, when you're going up the aisles of Dillard's or Macy's, Wherever you're going, do I really need this and how much is enough? Do I really need this extra credit card? Do I really need to buy this? Do I need it? 
search the web for this piece of item? Philippians 4.11 says, not that I regard, not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. That's why you need to stop looking at commercials because commercials create a sense of dissatisfaction with what God has already provided you. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 6 and 8 says, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 6 and 8 says, Now, godliness with contentment is great gain. You need to underline that. That is so powerful. Now, godliness with what? Contentment is great gain. You're godly and you're content with what God has given you. You're satisfied with Christ. You've gained greatly. For we brought nothing into this world. How many of you have seen a baby? You've seen a baby with a handful of stuff coming out the womb. That's right. That woman has enough issues just trying to get that baby out. If that baby could bring some stuff with her, that woman would die. And they right. And so, 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 for we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain. We will carry nothing out. You know, when I think about that, I say, you know, I have this, but it's only for a season. Stop loving stuff that you can't keep. Uh, but, 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 build, but build your treasures up in heaven. And having food and clothing with these, we shall be content. Content with what? Food and what? How many of y'all have food? Raise your hand. You got food. You got food. Okay. How many of y'all got clothing? Nobody's in here naked, so that answers itself. You're not, we're not in the Garden of Eden, right? Now, it says if you have food and if you have clothes, it equals what? Huh? You say, what? Yeah. Well, I add a little bit more. I just say, okay, some shelter. Okay, put a little shelter over your head, all right? A little shelter over your head. All right, we'll do that. We'll give you that much. A little shelter over your head. But, but beyond that, listen, you can make it. You can make it. Or, or what you just really, really have to need. So what about my glasses? I can't see. Okay, well, you, why your glasses? Okay. Okay. Okay, so go on. Okay, we'll put that. You need that so you can see God's word, okay? I'm assuming you're reading it. See, you know, so <laughs> for your glasses. Everything else is extra. Everything else is that gadget that you keep messing with, it's extra. That's right. That television, you can survive without a television. I, I bet some of y'all can't fast forward to, uh, 40 days without a TV. I got quite a goddamn who You ain't hear no amen. So I, my, my. <laughs> You're not going to give yourself that kind of chance. 40 days without television. 40 days. We're going to our fast and prayer time. I mean, you're going to only use the internet if it's for job-related things, if it's for education, school, you know, if it's for paying bills or uh, something of that nature. You, you know where I'm going with that? But anything else, 
You're you not emailing, you're not, you're not tweeting, and you're not going to say, well, how's your day and uh, what you're doing right now and all that kind of stuff. See, everything else is extra, extra. Listen, if you only have one suit and one dress, one pair of shoes, you still have enough. You see? And you still, you're trying to match up stuff because somebody saw you with something on you know, last week. And so you got to make it different because you don't want people to think you're wearing the same thing twice. That's right. If I, if I wore the same suit for three straight months, some of you would psychologically think something's wrong with me. Well, I sort of want to say this, but what if, what if you did wear, you just wash and wore, clean and wore, and you just wore it? I ain't talking about they got sneaky and smelly, but I'm talking about do something to it. And, 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 and this wore the bare minimum. I, I'm talking about uh, without all the excess of all this every time, all the, the same piece, of, what little piece of jewelry you wear, you wear for a whole month. That's right. You and I train on all these things. You got a whole jury boxes, and you just you, you think something's wrong. You say, Pastor, going crazy up there. <laughs> Listen, the, the Bible says, I'm going back here, what it says. Having food and clothing. With these we shall be what? Contentment cannot come apart from being satisfied in Christ. The inability to have contentment in Christ will rob you of your joy. It will rob you of your peace. If you're not content in Christ, you'll, you'll not have spiritual satisfaction, which will leave you miserable, restless, unfulfilled, and empty. Empty. Just empty because you can't have the latest of the technology. Empty because your car don't have bells and whistles. Empty because you don't have shoes that... That, that, that someone else has just bought. Uh, you don't have the latest thing in style. I will buy quality in a heartbeat because I, I plan to wear it until it begins to fall apart. Sometimes people compliment me on clothes I wear. They say, ooh, that show looks nice. That is a nice looking this or that. And I tell them, I've been wearing this for 10 years. I vest nicely because I'm, I'm not going to the store every month looking for something. That's right. I'm going to buy nice, I'm going to buy right, and I'm going to wear it till I wear it out. That's right. Some of y'all talking about you don't have money. Well, you break yourself buying unnecessarily. What you have in Christ is infinitely greater than anything else you could possess in this world. What you have in Christ. What's greater than having Christ? What you have in Christ is infinitely greater than anything else you could possess in this world. That's nothing that transcends Christ. Let me say this. Fulfillment, joy, and contentment only comes through resting and abiding in the sufficiency of Christ alone. Fulfillment, joy, and contentment only comes through resting and abiding in the sufficiency of Christ alone. In other words, Christ completely fulfills, he complete, completely satisfies, he completely brings contentment that brings us satisfaction. You ought to be satisfied with Jesus because he alone brings contentment that the world can't provide. One last 
major thing we want to speak on and then we'll be done. Do you believe in the exclusivity of the gospel and are you passionately, intentionally reaching the lost with the gospel? This is the last major point, major question. Do you believe in the exclusivity of the gospel and are you passionately, intentionally reaching the lost with the gospel? Romans 10, 1 says, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. Acts chapter 1, verse 8 says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. 1 Timothy 2, 3, and 4 says, For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Let me tell you something. The Lord requires us to tell the truth about Jesus to those who are lost and headed to a Christless eternity. The Lord requires that we tell the truth about Jesus to those who are headed, uh, who are lost and headed to a Christless eternity. We're also here to represent God on earth and share the gospel to those who are perishing. People are dying moment by moment and going to hell, which ultimately ends up in the lake of fire because they know not Christ. You see, my friends, the greatest disservice, the greatest disservice you can do to those with whom you interact, wherever that may be, at home, at school, on a job, at a clinic, in a store, the greatest disservice you can do to those with whom you interact with is not sharing the gospel with them. Then the gospel is exclusive. Say exclusive. The gospel is exclusive in that Jesus is the only way to heaven in a world that says there are many ways to God. John 14, 6 says, Jesus says to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That speaks of the exclusivity of the Lord Jesus Christ. The gospel is exclusive in that Jesus is the only way to heaven in a world that says there are many ways to God. Acts 4.12 says, Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Jesus Christ is the only Savior. The Gospel of John chapter 8 verse 24 says, Therefore I said to you that you will die in your sins, for if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. Beloved, because Jesus has no equal, because he alone is both God and man, and is the only one sufficient and qualified to redeem us by dying on the cross for our sins, we are saved only through faith alone, grace alone, and Christ alone. Repeat after me. We are saved only through faith alone, grace alone, and Christ alone. If you add anything to that, you're creating false doctrine. Because God is the only source of our salvation. He has taken the initiative for us to be saved through his one and only son, the Lord Jesus Christ. God loves all people and is not willing that any should perish, but have life eternal with him. Second Peter 3, 9 says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, 
but is long-suffering. In other words, he's a very patient God. He is patient toward us. Aren't Aren't you glad that God was patient and waiting on you until you got into the kingdom of God, until you came into the kingdom of God? not willing that any should perish. God didn't want to see anybody die without Christ. He said, why has he delayed his coming till now? Because he's waiting on more souls to come into the kingdom of God. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. In closing, I say this, and I'm done. The gospel of Jesus Christ is the only hope for America. I reiterate, The gospel of Jesus Christ is the only hope for America. Repeat after me. The gospel gospel of Jesus Christ Christ is the only hope hope for America. America. Thank you so much. We do not need more church programs. We do not need more prosperity preaching. We do not need more psychology. We do not need more self-help programs. We do not need more rehabs. We do not need more prisons. If we just build more prisons, that's not the answer. We got tons of prisons. We do not need more self-enhancement medical procedures. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Save yourself some money and give it to God. We do not need more laws passed by Congress. We got laws on the books and more laws are being created as we speak. The making and creating of laws is no hope for America. What America needs is the transforming power of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what America needs. And if you don't give people Jesus, you are not helping them at all. Your opinion don't mean anything. Your philosophy don't mean anything. The football game doesn't mean anything. It's just a game, people. What matters is Christ and Christ alone. And all God's children said, God will never leave us or forsake us. Can we say that about the world in which we live today? God sustains us. When we are in need, is it the world that comes to our rescue? No. God and God alone rescues us. Can we depend on the world to lead us and guide us? No. If we walk each day with our Heavenly Father, we will answer our call to holiness every day. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church located in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.